for number two of the Bruce Hooley Show. And hopefully not the last hour or segment you ever listened to, but I'm going to do something that angers a lot of you. But I promise you always, first show, I promise you, I'm always going to tell you the truth, okay? I'm always going to tell you the truth. Uh, It has not always served me well professionally to tell the truth. Uh, I have lost jobs. I have lost friends for telling the truth. I hope I don't lose you as a friend or as a listener by telling you the truth. But first, I'm going to educate you, okay? You have perhaps in the past heard the quote, Methinks thou doth protest too much, right? Methinks thou doth protest too much. That is actually not a quote from Shakespeare. It is a misquote from Shakespeare. The actual quote from Shakespeare, this is where I'm educating you, is the lady doth protest too much, methinks. That was the actual quote. It's from a line in the play, Hamlet, spoken by Queen Gertrude, in response to someone overacting in a play within a play, so there's a play within the play, where uh, Queen Gertrude is asserting uh, her own innocence in the in the guilt of a murder and basically going overboard. And so the quote actually was, the lady doth protest too much, methinks. But we have turned it into, methinks thou doth protest too much. Which brings me to Donald J. Trump. Uh, 45th president of the United States, uh, second greatest president of my lifetime, first Ronald Reagan. Donald Trump running for president again, and I would be happy if he won the presidency again because it would mean that a Democrat didn't win it. I would thoroughly enjoy watching the left wig out over his re-election, the Mental images I'm getting right now of NBC, MSNBC, CNN on election night are really too delicious for me to ponder. Meltdown. Yes. Uh, Heads exploding on live television. Nevertheless, uh, methinks thou doth protest too much when you are Donald Trump. Here he is yesterday in Davenport, Iowa, talking about Ron DeSantis and the state of Florida. And the words of Queen Gertrude echo in my mind. For those of you that didn't notice, Florida was doing great long before Ron DeSantis got there. People are fleeing from New York to Florida and other places because of high taxes and out-of-control crime. It's really bad. Not because of the governor. Thank you, Mr. President, for doing that. But it's not because of the governor. Florida was doing fantastically. You had a governor named Rick Scott who did a very good job. Even Charlie Crist, a Democrat, did a good job, and he had very good numbers. Sunshine and ocean are very alluring. It's not too hard to work with those factors. So just remember, Florida was doing really well long before Ron DeSantis got there. Okay. Uh, I do not know why he does this. Wait, yes, I do. Uh, Because he has an insatiable need for affirmation. And uh, insatiable to the point where uh, this is sad to watch. Uh, This is sad to watch for several reasons. It's sad to watch for his own clear demonstration of his insatiable need for affirmation. It is also sad to watch because 
it is very dangerous to get to a point in your life where you either have no one to tell you something is a very bad idea or you will not listen to anyone who tells you it is a very bad idea. This is beyond a very bad idea. It is a very bad idea because of what it demonstrates about Donald Trump's shallowness of character. It is a very bad idea because there is no purpose to be served by Republicans running down other Republicans. Okay? I would prefer at this point, and my understanding and analysis is limited by the fact that we have not had a primary season and we have not had candidates vetted by that process and all that. But at this point, I would prefer to have Ron DeSantis be the nominee for president from the Republican Party in 2024. I am open to anyone, anyone on the Republican side being the nominee in 2024. I think Tim Scott would be fine. I think Tom Cotton would be fine, although he says he's not running. I think Mike Pompeo would be fine because I am judging them, not by who the other Republican candidates are, but by who the Democratic candidate is going to be. And I don't even need to know who that is. It can be Joe Biden. It could be Kamala Harris. It could be Gavin Newsom. It could be J.B. Pritzker. It could be Gretchen Whitmer. It could be Hakeem Jeffries. It could be Nancy Pelosi. It could be anybody. Any Republican is superior to any Democrat. And at this stage of the game, Donald Trump needs to be talking about what Donald Trump accomplished because he accomplished a lot, a lot. He needs to be reminding people of the reasons why he should be considered as president again. He can talk about the economy that he built. He can talk about following through on promises like moving the embassy to Jerusalem. He can talk about what he did on the border and how it was vastly superior to what Joe Biden has done, undone, rather, on the border. He can talk about the peace that we had on the world stage because nobody wanted to make a move because that Donald Trump was exceedingly unpredictable in what he would do. He's got a lot to talk about. And yet he chooses to talk about Ron DeSantis, in the most childish way, in the most childish way possible, did we not leave behind name-calling on the playground when we left the playground? And also, it is a demonstration of how much off his fastball Donald Trump has lost as a political candidate that he thinks Ron DeSantis will resonate like Little Mario or Low Energy Jeb or Crooked Hillary. Like, he was really good at putting his finger on the perfect nickname to disparage and diminish his political rivals when he was running for president in 2016. If Ron DeSanctis, what does that even mean? I suppose it's short for Ron DeSanctimonious, which, by the way, he workshopped, and everybody went, eh. I mean, this is not at all a demonstration. I mean, I don't even need to get into taking apart his contentions about DeSantis in that Florida has succeeded not because of the governor, excuse me, 
Ron DeSantis got elected the first time by 30,000 votes. He got elected the second time by over a million votes. That is converting people who did not vote for you the first time. Would that be a good thing for a politician to do if Ron DeSantis was elected president in 2024? Would you take the same conversion rate among independents and, yes, even some sane Democrats, if any still exist, by the 2028 presidential election? See, I don't want to win just once. I want to win twice, and I want to crush Every stupid, indefensible, unworkable, proven, illogical policy of the Democrats. I want them exercised from our society. In 2032, when we get ready to vote for president again, I want Ron DeSantis or whoever has been elected president twice in a row as a Republican to look back on the previous eight years and go, Do you remember when we thought it was a good idea to defund police? Do you remember when we thought it was a good idea to let any terrorist who wanted to walk across our southern border to flood our country with fentanyl? Do you remember when we thought it was a good idea to advocate for women's health care and reproductive rights to the point that we would dismember and murder a child After it survived an abortion? Do you remember those days when we were that crazy, that stupid, and that evil? And we've gotten rid of all of that over the previous eight years? That is what I want to look back on in 2032. I don't want to go back in time to a point where the election of a president in 2024 is deemed to be some kind of grand scheme of Vladimir Putin because he somehow figured out the algorithm on Facebook or Meta or social media, I would like the United States of America to actually grow closer to being the United States of America. And I firmly believe that if we get a president who doesn't just talk about unity, but enacts policies that everybody goes, you know what? These are a lot better than what we did before. A lot better than what we did before. I know my my worst inclinations are to vote for ideology and feelings. But boy, I don't know. Things are sure pretty good now that this guy's gotten elected. That is what I hope for. And I hope Trump could do that. But he cannot take the focus off himself. He cannot do it. He will not do it. I intended to do only one segment on the uh, sad Donald Trump social media posting about... Ron DeSantis and the state of Florida and the fact that, oh, you know, things are good in Florida, but uh, not because of the governor. Because, uh, why? Sunshine and ocean, uh, Donald Trump said. Sunshine and ocean. Uh, And by the way, Charlie Chris was a really good governor of Florida, in case you forgot that. Charlie Chris, the guy who Ron DeSantis uh, beat like a rented mule in the last election. Uh, To refresh your memory, here is the Donald Trump posting. Under the Twitter heading Trump War Room, an approved blue checkmark site. So this is what scares me about those of you who are undyingly behind Donald Trump's candidacy. I'm behind it if he merges from the primary. Don't get me wrong. I will vote for him. 
But be clear, he will not win. He cannot win. And one of the reasons why he cannot win is because of this very attitude that he voices here. For those of you that didn't notice, Florida was doing great long before Ron DeSantis got there. People are fleeing from New York to Florida and other places because of high taxes and out-of-control crime. It's really bad. Not because of the governor. Thank you, Mr. President, for doing that. But it's not because of the governor. Florida was doing fantastically. You had a governor named Rick Scott who did a very good job. Even Charlie Crist, a Democrat, did a good job, and he had very good numbers. Sunshine and ocean are very alluring. It's not too hard to work with those factors. So just remember, Florida was doing really well long before Ron DeSantis got there. So if sunshine and ocean are the allure, why are people not flocking to Georgia? Why are they not flocking to South Carolina? I mean, those are good states, don't get me wrong, but they're not flocking there like they're flocking to Florida. And they're flocking to Florida because of Ron DeSantis' policies and the fact that he is getting things done. See, I heard Seb Gorka, and I know, you know, like Seb Gorka may come to town. That's going to be awkward if Seb Gorka comes to town for an event with me because I think Seb Gorka is exactly the phenomenon I'm talking about in the Republican Party who refuses to see Trump's weaknesses. I see his strengths. I totally see his strengths. His policies are his strengths, but his weaknesses are manifold. You have to be able to appeal to independents and the, what, three or four sane Democrats who realize that aborting children after they're born, after they survive an abortion, is evil. Who realize that cutting the body parts off healthy young girls and healthy young boys is evil. You have to be able to appeal to those people. Trump can't. Trump can't because he's too busy making the case for Trump making the case that sunshine and ocean are the allures in Florida. That's just so ridiculous. Florida is attractive to people because it has no state income tax, because Ron DeSantis has enacted policies and has figured out a way to use power, which brings me back to Gorka. Gorka said one time, I heard him, DeSantis is a politician. Yeah, he is. He's a really good one. He's a really good one, okay? There was a time where Donald Trump was the perfect candidate. And he had an opportunity to get a lot of things done and run on those accomplishments to get reelected. Instead, he didn't run enough on his accomplishments. He responded too much to things that didn't matter in his reelection campaign. He got distracted. Ron DeSantis will not get distracted. There's a lot of woke idiots in the media now trying to distract Ron DeSantis. He handles them expertly. Why? Because he is an effective politician. He's an effective politician. It's really Donald Trump's position that he wants to talk about Charlie Crist being as effective as a governor as Ron DeSantis? See, Donald Trump cannot share the spotlight with anyone. He cannot. What's the relationship right now between Donald Trump and Mike Pence? It's non-existent. It's non-existent. Is it a flattering character quality that everyone, virtually everyone, who ends up close to you ends up estranged from you? 
Will Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump be part of the next Trump administration? They certainly don't seem like it. When a man's own family is not willing to go all in on his reelection, do you see them out there on the campaign trail with him? No, you don't. That's a problem. That is a problem. I find Donald Trump to be a very sad case in that, first and foremost, he said before, uh, he's not going to come to faith because what do I need to be forgiven for? Oh, man. Ay, ay, ay. Where do I begin with that? And I don't mean to imply that he has more to be forgiven for than I do. He doesn't. We all have ample things to be forgiven for. Ay, 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 ay. But this pettiness, um, I'm actually surprised people have responded on social media the way they have. Mark says, stop backing this clown. He isn't a Republican and never was one. This is what an actual rhino looks like. Well, I don't really know that he's a rhino. Uh, Buckeye girl. I voted for him the first time around, but I'm so over his pettiness. Uh, Another Buckeye Gaming says, Trump has a reason for doing this. It's the fact that DeSantis has Paul Ryan and other Republicans that don't like Trump backing him. And because of this, DeSantis won't win the Republican ticket, let alone the 24 election. Well, listen, you're not able to control who backs you. Paul Ryan may be backing Ron DeSantis because Ron DeSantis is not Donald Trump. You're not always, nor should you be always, defined by the people who support you. Sometimes you have no control over who supports you. Jacob says, when you reward flattery, you get flatterers. That was Trump's Achilles heel as president. He seems to have learned nothing. Yeah, absolutely right. Look, I'll support him because I will never support a candidate who's pro-abortion, and whoever the Democratic candidate is will be pro-abortion. That much you can count on. But I wish Donald Trump had learned the lesson of his political defeat in the 2020 election, and he did not. He did not learn the lesson of his defeat in 2020, and the lesson of his defeat was talk about what you accomplished in office. Do not talk about yourself, and do not talk about opponents who are not opponents. They are fellow Republicans. You've got a wide berth of horrendous Joe Biden policies that you could criticize. Instead, you criticize one of the most popular members of your party. Dumb.